Blog Talk Radio. Everything is going to happen right now, or that you need to do every 
everything right now. That's a good point. Yeah. Because usually when we think we see, not think we see, but when things are given to us, we think. Right. Like right now, oh, this is about to happen tomorrow. Right. Right, so that's something you have to learn. So, yeah, you're correct. And I've actually even witnessed that in my past. So it's like things that are happening in my life now. I can look back and see how certain decisions or moves in my life got me to this point. Mm -hmm. You know, had I not called this person or made this connection, I can see how meeting someone has led me to other people Mm -hmm. or making the choice to change churches is how I actually got to my husband. So it's Mm -hmm. like these little moves that at the time were difficult. They, They didn't make any sense at the time, but I can see how it led me to the larger picture of what God, where God was trying to take me. Deep. Yeah, that is deep. So I think that's important to understand seasons in your life. Right. That you know what, whatever your plan is, even as we sit down and create a vision for our life or make plans for our lives, our lives, it may not necessarily be for this year. That's true. Maybe I need to start something this year so that I can reap or see the fruit of starting that and planting that seed years from now. And have it written down. Yeah. And have it written down. But also you said something about the um, looking back, the decisions that you made um, brought you to this point. But I want to also focus a little bit on um, the seasons you may go through that where you lack. Oh, yeah. Or you experience hard times. It's temporary. Uh-huh. Although it may not feel, feel like, like it. it. Yeah. Or you may not see the end yeah. of the song, but yeah. it's a season. Yeah. And why? Why do you go through this? To build you up. Uh-huh. Because we never know how strong we are. Right. Yes. And we don't know what skills we'll need at the Ooh, next level. If, if God gives us everything that we want right now, I honestly can't handle it. I want so much to have a million dollars. But Lord knows if I had it, it'll probably be gone by next week. We know, Well, I, God and I know that, mm-hmm. if I'm honest with myself. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, he knows who to bless and when to bless you. So let me get you, let me equip you, mm-hmm. let me help you to budget, learn how to budget, learn what's really important, that you really don't need to spend all your money on, you know, foolishness. Let me let me help you learn how to decide what's important. Right. That way when you get to the next level, right. you'll be able to handle it. Right. So sometimes your your struggle isn't about what's happening with you presently. Right. And to your point, it's important to understand that it's temporary. Everyone doesn't believe that. And it's hard when you're in the midst of struggle to feel that you'll get a way out or this will be over a month, a year, two years, however long the Lord needs to get you through it. You really have to understand that it's temporary. And it's important to know that it's temporary so that you don't make permanent decisions or decisions that will have a lasting impact so now you can't get to the next level because you, you've alternated the plan at this point. Or fall into that hopeless state. Oh, yeah. You yeah. Forget it. Because mm-hmm. I was like, God, what am I doing wrong? I'm doing this, that, that, that. Mm-hmm. And and I told you, when I was laid off, I had never been laid off before. Yeah. But when I promised, I promised you, I had, like, for eight months, so all of most of 2019, I've been looking for a job. Mm-hmm. I was like, now wait a minute now. Yeah. I was, I was prepared to walk away from the house. Really? Because yeah. I was like, okay, what you want me to do? Now, mm-hmm. I know people could stay in their house a year or two because they've 
experience um, layoffs or whatever, but I'm like, okay, I don't know what else you want me to mm-hmm. do. But I kept going out there. I said, okay, if you want me to go back to the classroom, mm-hmm. I'll do it. Because mm-hmm. I kept my certification up for a reason. Right, right. That was my last resort. Mm-hmm. I back on seven days. October 2nd, I applied for a job. October 4th, I interviewed. October 9th, I started working. My God. <laughs> Wow. Can I Oh, yeah. It's definitely a humbling experience. Ooh, 
what yeah, you think. Yeah, yeah. I said, yeah, yeah. These yeah. have changed. Do you mm-hmm, hear me? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, okay. All right. I'm yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> we turned from now on. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. And so, yeah. so you're right. You're right. Um, yeah, this has been a humbling experience. But I had I had already humbled myself because I was like, okay, God, I give up. Leave me. Give me a sign. Right, right. And and he knows what's necessary, and so do you. You know what I'm saying? So people are usually advised not to look back mm-hmm. because looking back is. It tends to be viewed as living in the past, mm-hmm. acting stuck and not moving forward. Mm-hmm. But it's possible to look back with clarity. What do you think are some of the benefits to actually looking back? Uh, well, looking back allows you to, you know, see how far you've come. Mm-hmm. Um, it's encouraging to see your progress. Right. And be proud of your success. See, that's, that's, I love that idea. Because we, I know I'm guilty of being hard on myself. Oh, I'm a, I am I'm my worst critic. Yes. Oh my God! You, I, I actually know. sit down. I'm like, I man, I really haven't done much of anything. Mm-hmm. And then along comes Jane Doe to be like, Oh, Kiara, you did, you did this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. And I've had those. It's I, I, they feel like out of body experiences mm-hmm. to me because when someone and and I think God does that to remind me sometimes of who I am. So He allows other people to come and speak life into me mm-hmm. and to remind me of who I am, what I've done, the impact I've had on other people's lives. And when I hear it, I have those moments when I'm like, "Wow, did I really do that?" Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of just how successful I have been. Because what I tend to do is look back over the last year and list everything that I have not done, everything that I planned to do and I did not do it. So rarely do I look back with those expectations of celebrating my success. So I think that's an important point that you. I had a friend have me list what I've accomplished. She said, "You skip all over stuff." Really? Uh huh. She said, "Girl, you." And so she said, "I want you to write everything you have done since leaving APS." Right. And by golly, you've done a lot. Yeah, yeah. But I guess because I'm so far of yeah, we like five years ahead. Yeah, yeah. And another thing (laughs) is looking back gives you purpose. Mm. You know, it reminds you of your mission. Uh, It helps you remember why you started. That's important. I actually was dealing with my nonprofit. This happened about two or three years ago where I was feeling overwhelmed mm-hmm. and and I felt like I wasn't doing enough. And what I did is oh, it was suggested to me to get in contact with someone that I had assisted to rem- so that communicating or making that connection would remind me of why I started because I was just feeling fatigue. I think I was I was feeling a little bit of fatigue. Mm-hmm. So and that actually happened to me. So when I called one of my old um families, I immediately felt lifted mm-hmm. and it reminded me of why I started. Oh, this is why I did mm-hmm. it. This, and and it also I got that feeling back that I needed. Because, you know, you know, when you start something, you're very passionate. Right. And you're extremely optimistic. It's all going to work out. Everything that I need will be there. And then when it starts to not happen, you start to question, well, should I really be doing this? Right. So it's great to remind yourself of why you started. Right. Right. And, yeah, your why is very important. That's good. I, I've never thought about calling someone you once assisted mm-hmm. to 
you know, it could be just out of conversation. Yeah, and, just and an update. How are things going? That was a very good idea. Mm-hmm. That was a very good idea. And that's what happened to me when I reached out to the mom. That that, that was my introduction to her. So how are you doing? And when I said it, she, her initial, her very first response was, I'm so glad you called. Oh. So it was, it was that having that connection mm-hmm. and that reminder of why mm-hmm. I started and why it's necessary mm-hmm. going forward is important. Because just this um, Sunday, I was introduced to the family. I met with the boys. Their mom passed away a year and a half ago, so they're being raised by their dad now. And they were referring to me. Um, by one of the pastors at the church I used to co-facilitate the grief share meeting. And I met with them before school started, and the dad reached out to me last week. He said, I need you to come and speak with the boys. So what happened? Because I told him, I said, use me however and whenever you need me. Mm-hmm. Met with them Sunday, had my emotional behavior card. And so who was really for, the dad spoke to me afterwards. But when I conversed, met with the boys, they was like, this is good, Miss Shanae. And I was like, really? And so the dad said, she's the main one who ain't want to sit Really? You know? See? Yeah. Yeah, I knew he was going to talk talking about the fifth, the sixth grader. Uh-huh. But the seventh grader said he was all right. The dad said it was really for him. Right. He said, so by him sitting up here, because he said, because I heard him in the back uh-huh. talking. And I was like, man, you really want to Right. And so... That's why I know that's my wife. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. those were conversational starters. Mm-hmm. Those were discussing uh, emotions that aren't asked. Right, right, right. When you've experienced a traumatic loss, mm-hmm. when you've experienced someone you love, no one asks, you know, are you fearful? Mm-hmm. You know, are you eating? Are you staying up at night? Are right. You, no one asks different emotional things. Mm-hmm. So those We are, just ask, are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. Basic surface thing. And am I really? Should I really be okay and if I just? Get, yeah. You don't get a yeah, right? Because yeah, they're okay. mm-hmm. okay. And a lot of times they can't. True enough. So that's why it helps, like the examples that you just used to ask those probing mm-hmm. questions, mm-hmm. so that you can kind of pull out a, res- if not a response, at least get the person to get in tune mm-hmm. with how they're feeling. They they were instructed to go through those emotional behavior cards. And make a pile of what they've experienced and mm-hmm. a pile of what they haven't. Uh-huh. And so we discussed each one. I took time. Why do you feel that way? You say, well, I feel that way, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I was like, okay, they're talking. Right. And I, right. I say, guys, I feel so proud of you because, yes, this is a difficult time, but you're getting through it. Mm-hmm. I said, so who knows? You may be used. To help one of your friends should they lose a loved one. Right. You could tell right. them some of the things that you've done. Right. Or that you're still doing. Mm-hmm. I say, you never know how God is going to use you. I say, God is using me. Right. Because I've never, ever, this was never one any part of my plan. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I said, but there's a need because there's a disconnect. Of, right. Of losing or experiencing a loss or a change and not communicating. Mm-hmm. So you got all this emotional turmoil in, in between, between, right? You know, and now you now you off balance, right? You know, now you can't figure out why you're snapping on folks, mm-hmm. or why you can't sleep, yeah, or why you can't keep friends, why you don't trust friends, mm-hmm. why you have so and you lose sight of those things because life happens, Ooh, yeah. grief continues to happen because yeah. we rarely experience 
one loss, which I think is one of the, the highlights of our platform, is that we're we're exposing all the different types of loss that mm-hmm. we experience. So it's not just that time you lost a parent or a child or yeah. a spouse or a sibling. It's when you lost your job. It's when you lost the relationship. Yeah. It's, you know, all those other moments of grief that tend to pile on and cause you to have all those feelings that you just described. And it's easy to lose sight of that because you have this pile on of grief that you're that you're experiencing. Yeah. yeah. So it's important to to dig beyond yes. the surface. Yeah. 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 One last thing, looking back, you know, is a time to reflect on good memories. Mm. I, and I and I have to make myself do that. I, yeah. I'm going to do better. That's one of my goals for 2020 is to do better by myself. Mm-hmm. To to do better by Shanae. Right. Whether it's self care. Whether it's to give myself a pat on the back because I be I'm so focused on trying to accomplish the goals I see down there, so I don't sit and reflect on the good memories and the people I've yeah. met along the way, yeah. and and how I'm what I'm doing has made others feel, has made me feel. Mm-hmm. I don't do that enough, or even the good memories that you had or shared with whoever or whatever you lost. A lot of times I think we feel guilty because the person is no longer here or you're no longer in that relationship. We feel guilty about celebrating the goodness that was a part of that 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 experience with that person. So I think it's important, like you said, to even celebrate those good memories. And and this, and you can focus on those good memories. Don't just just you know, hone in on the loss or the moment that they passed away or what it was like in the end. Remember what it was like in the beginning. Right. Remember what it was like when your mate made you feel good. Right. Although you're divorced now, at some point we're going to hope that you were happy in the relationship. Right. So focus on those moments when you were happy. Right. Even in, in, a, in a losing a child. For me, those seven days, God knows, I don't know how, but I still found some joy in that short period of time that we had. Um, because think of it as you got a chance to spend seven days versus some people don't even get to spend none. Yeah. Or none. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Or I could have never had experience that pregnancy at all. So I mean, it it is definitely about perspective. Okay. And in our case, we that's why we want to reframe this narrative because if you change your perspective of how you see that grief, how you see that loss, if you only change your perspective, sometimes it can help help push you forward exactly. so that and another thing is what I bet what I tell my clients is they um and I I was guilty as well until I started uh receiving professional help is don't don't drown yourself in questioning why uh-huh. why did this happen uh-huh. why 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 I said some things are God questions right so you may need to write a letter to God and pray that he reveals the why I said but then the older you get the maturity will stick, um, kick in, and you pray to become at peace without ever knowing mm. the answer. Right. Because sometimes the answer you won't get it. Right. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. I said now. I told my brother. I said now I'm at peace because my mom is not in any pain. She's mm-hmm. in pain. She died of cancer, and because that was one of his questions. Why right. Why did this happen to my mom? Really. You know. Yeah. And so I said, that's a God question. I said, I'm and only God can answer that for you. I said so, and I tell him. I said, brother, that's a God. Mm-hmm. So, 
back to what you were saying, uh, even if we experience a job loss or, or, or divorce or whatever, don't draw yourself in why is this happening to me. Mm-hmm. Life happens. Yes. And, that, and, and sometimes that's the answer. It just happens. Mm-hmm. There isn't a why. The why is because it just happens. And, uh, and, and we have to get to a place where we're okay with life happening. And to remember, God knew it was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. So if he knew it was going to happen, he's not going to have you out here willy-nilly. Uh-huh. Now, of course, your relationship with him got to become a little bit more intimate. Yeah, yeah. get some more direction. Uh-huh. But he knew. He knew what yep. you were going to experience. Uh-huh. So, okay, so, like, what you going to do? Just woe is me? Right. What you going to do? And you should want to move forward. You really, you really should but want to move feel forward. They're more comfort. They're, they, they feel a comfort in wallowing in their mess. Mm-hmm. I don't. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, can't I can't. Yeah. I don't, I can't I'm good like for that. about two or three days <laughs> of, of sadness, right. depression, because uh, I've I've had all of those experiences. Mm-hmm. And when I feel myself sinking deeper and deeper, that's when I'm like, okay. And I used to be the why did this happen person until one day God told me clear as day. I said, why me? And he responded, why not you? Mm. What? I, I, and I had no answer. I honestly, I couldn't say a good reason why I shouldn't because now I'm telling God how to be God. Mm-hmm. Now I'm telling God how to, how to fulfill his will for my life. I'm telling you how to do it. Because I'm saying, well, man, if you would have if you would have let my baby live, I would have done A, B, C. So now I'm telling you how to be God in my life. I, and I know not, I can't do not that. Not knowing that the purpose is greater than Oh, you. yes. Much greater than me. Greater. Much greater and than that's me. What, that's Much what we greater. don't get sometimes. Right. It's so, and, and, and that's almost oh always the case. Because we're not here for ourselves. Uh, not at all. Not, I mean, we're not here for ourselves. Not so it's all. important to understand that your life, that your purpose is much bigger much than you bigger. are, much bigger than you are. So it, it serves no one to, to wallow in why me. That's a word. Unless That's you can word. answer why not. That's a word. Okay, and we're going to go to a break on that word. That's a word. <laughs> so let's pause for a brief, brief break. You have been tuned in to the Good Grief Girl Show here on Blog Talk Radio. We're going to take a brief break, and when we come back, we'll just continue our discussion on Good Grief. 2020. We'll be right back after the break. Stay tuned.
hey, hey, we're back recapping our discussion on looking, uh, well, we're discussing the benefits of looking back. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There are actually many good things that can be revealed when you're, actually take some time and look back. Mm-hmm. It also shows any negative patterns True. that you may have, which I think that's a, that's a good assessment to take. Mm-hmm. And, th- and that also helps you to determine what changes you need to make to help you go forward. And I think looking back requires a certain level of honesty also. And I know for me personally, that's probably when I'm most honest with myself, when I actually can sit down and look back at things that I may have done not so well Mm -hmm. or when I got close, especially when it comes to me like in my weight loss journey. Mm -hmm. And I can look back and be like, well, well, I remember those days when I was successful. And then I can see patterns of when do I usually fall off the wagon Mm -hmm. or, you know, what are those moments or those triggers that caused me to revert back to my old patterns. That's good. That's one of the benefits of actually That's looking good. at. You know what? And looking back can also help you propel forward. Yes. You know, looking yes. forward with vision. Mm. That's essential to fulfilling our 2020 plan. Yes. Yes, what, it is. Um, what would you say are some of benefits or some of the benefits of looking forward? You know, um, I think looking forward with vision gives you hope. And vision boards, prayer boards, writing vision statements and strategies, they actually create something tangible that you can work towards. Mm-hmm. It, it, you can use it as a target of showing what can happen if you stay focused mm-hmm. and work strategically. That way you're not just, you know, swaying with the wind. I think that's one of the, the benefits of actually writing a vision. It gives you a strategy. Or not being complacent. Mm, yeah. You know, some people get some uh, to a place in life where I'm like, I'm good. Uh huh. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I can't deal with whatever happens, happens. People. Um, I'm not. I'm complacent in certain areas of my life. Really? Mm, but not in a lot of areas. So, like for instance, um, career-wise, there's more I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much more I want to do. I want to do more things with the grieving youth. I want to create more resources, you know, but um, I, I want a different house. I want, so, I mean, when I say I'm complacent in some areas, it's like my new, it's not uh-huh. Well, is that complacency, though? Are you, because aren't you actively working towards those things or no? Okay, so. Maybe I didn't use the right word. Okay, so I'm still learning. I'm I'm still learning new things. So as far as obtaining degrees, mm-hmm. I'm complacent because I'm maxed out. Right, right. Don't laugh. Right. Okay. Because <laughs> Navian <laughs> reminds me. However, being that I'm in the, the grieving circuit, social emotional realm, uh huh. I still take courses. Right. So that I'm well. Um, I have knowledge. On the latest methods and things stuff like that. Right. I'm still learning. Still uh-huh. Which is good. Which is good. So I'm not complaining so much as in not learning. Mm-hmm. Because we learn. We're always day. learning. Oh right. Goodness. And we We're should, we should, we should, right. We should always be a student. Right. Definitely. Right. So I'm saying, like, for obtaining degrees, no, I have no desire mm-hmm. to earn another degree. However, I would like to go into different areas within education and also obtain certifications right. in different areas. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Okay. I, I I would describe myself as a 
I think I'm one of the people that get busy doing nothing. Well, I don't want to say busy doing nothing, but busy doing so many different things that you're actually achieving nothing. I think that I think that would be a better description. You have so many windows. Right, right. And I think that comes from my um, gift, which I, I do believe this is a gift that God has given me of receiving these visions. And I start to act on them immediately. So what ends up happening, I'm juggling all of these things, mm-hmm. trying to to make all of them work right now. So when you see the vision, do you go into prayer and say, God, is this for right now? I didn't previously, no. I've only in the past few months mm-hmm. realized that that was for me. And that was actually one of my lessons for 2019 is accepting the fact that one, I can't help everyone because I felt like I had to help everyone. If you called me saying, you know, my cousin's baby just died, I dropped everything to help you. If you emailed me to say, you know, you needed some assistance setting up your nonprofit, I would drop everything and help you. So what ended up happening, I was helping everyone, and the vision that God had given me or the direction that God was giving right was falling. Mm -hmm. So what what was spoken into my spirit, which is what became my motto for the, the latter part of last year, was that it's noble to help everyone, but it's not necessary. And I had to become comfortable saying, you know, no, I can't help you, or let me refer you to this person, allow them to help you. I had to get to that place where I was comfortable saying that, and it's so that I can stop trying to do everything at once. And 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 that, that became necessary for me so that I could personally move forward. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. And looking forward with vision actually helps you to see that our purpose expands beyond ourselves. Mm-hmm. We brought this up earlier that you're more than likely to pursue opportunities outside of yourself when you visualize with purpose, mm-hmm. when you understand that you're not at this job because you have nothing else to do. All right. That I'm not just. Oh, it's just not for me for a check. Right, right. Right. Because some that, people that's for a check. Yeah. Have no passion, no nothing. None. Just uh-huh. And and to, to to confront every moment of life with a lack of passion. That none of your relationships have purpose. Mm-hmm. Even even our relationship, we can see the purpose in that relationship. Mm-hmm. I just don't I don't personally feel that God connects us with people or experiences out of boredom or out of there was nothing else to do right. or let me just send her over here to sit for a moment right. to take a break. No, there's a purpose for that break. Right. There's a purpose for you meeting certain people and having those connections. And it's not always something deep. It's not always something that has to last 10 years. I think that's important to understand that some relationships are just for a season. You're necessary for this moment in my life. Not that I need to carry this relationship into my future. Right. So it's it's also an understanding that is how you move forward. That's true. And most people don't think that who they encounter or what they're doing for that moment before a season, they don't think of it like that. No. They that that goes over there. And there's actually some guilt I think associated with that. A lot of times we we feel obligated. If you started with me ten years ago or I knew you when I when I had nothing. It's almost like I just 
you know, I really feel obligated to take you with me when I start to gain some traction or when I start to see the fruit of when we started this business. So let me go back and call her knowing that she did you wrong or, you know, that didn't work out. Maybe she's moved on. She or he or has moved on to something else. You know, that was just that season for that relationship. Sometimes we feel obligated to bring those people forward when they actually were just for that time and that's right. it. And a lot of times we can hold our blessing up that way. That's right. Because you're trying to carry everybody. You want to take everybody right. on the ship and God is telling you, you know, let some of those people go off, you know, let them do their thing. No, you don't have to save everybody, but we want to. So a lot of times God is slowing down the ship Absolutely. because you're trying to take everybody. Preach. Preach. <laughs> so I mean that that's that's real. Preach. That really is real. Yeah, and looking forward with vision, it actually will cause you to evaluate and remain present. Mm. It causes you you know, it's easier to live in the moment and to give fully to your present position. Mm when you know where it is taking you. When you don't know where you're going, it's kind of hard to be present. It's kind of hard to accept my current situation when I don't know where it's leading me to. It also makes it easier to pivot and shift when you evaluate and notice that you're all okay. So if I look at where I am now, and I already know where I'm going, where I, where I desire to go, where God wants me to go. I know that because I created this vision or God has given me this vision. So I know where I'm headed. So when I'm present, I can look around and say, is this really going to get me to where I'm trying to go? Mm. I was in therapy once, and the therapist said to write your, your top five priorities for your entire life. Mm. Your entire life, you get to write five priorities. And every day, in every decision that you make, ask yourself, how does this decision feed those five priorities? Oh. And if they don't, then you shouldn't be doing it. That's good. That's a good one. Yes. So that, that's a good way to remain present. Let's see. Mm, I push the pause button on some of my goals. I, I need to get book three out. Mm-hmm. But when so much is going on, I'm not the one that go in the corner and start writing. I sit still. Wow. And so the pause button has been pushed for a year and a half. Mm. So in my mind, I'm behind. Really? Mm-hmm. And so when I saw the other people, they like, behind for what? Right. Because book three should have been out. And so I was like, you on time? Yes, you are. I'm yeah. trying to do book one. So you are. Because <laughs> uh-uh. in my mind, that should have been boom, 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 boom. This is how this is how I right, right. better now. And so I I went to see a pastor of the church I was attending, he's prophetic. And he said, God said you didn't miss anything. Mm-mm. You're right where you're supposed to be. Yeah. You haven't missed anything. And so my friend because we, we converse, we catch up every week and she looked over and smiled. She said, I'm so glad God told him to tell you. <laughs> Right, right. Everything is outlined already. 
And you probably need that break also, especially be- before you enter that type of season where what you're getting, what you're birthing is for so many other people and it can have such a huge impact. Sometimes it's necessary to have that moment of silence before you enter that season. Because you're about to, when you write a book, you're pouring out a lot. You're giving a lot of yourself. And we say that even about this platform that we have about this show, that it's an, because we say this every week when we're done, no matter how we start, when we finish, we feel exhausted because we've given so much emotionally. And it's just the type of work that we do. So you can't sit down and write a book on the subject that you're writing on and not give of yourself. So you actually have to have something inside to give. That's true. Maybe that's why I keep putting it off. Because when I sit and write, I'm going to write. Right. So, yeah, it's like, oh, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. It's like I press the pause, but I'm ready to press and unpause the button. But then I'm like, hey, because I'm like, I want to, I don't want to start and stop. Start right, and stop. right. I just want to get to it. So, um, number three, being present, I need to get back. I know where I want to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, the things are coming into the mix now. So I have to sit and process some things, but I need to I need to get back into being present. Right. I think I have removed myself on purpose. Uh-huh. And so I need to kind of slide, two-step slide. <laughs> Do the cha-cha. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a good one, though, because um, anticipation actually creates discipline, and it keeps you motivated. So, so it actually it is good to take that moment of silence so that you can reassess where it is you're trying to go right. so that you can now be motivated when it's time to hit the to hit that start well, button again. Well, with the brother Sunday motiva- motivated me again. Mm-hmm. Then I had a, um, another young lady I was supposed to meet. Her father was killed at a, um, outside of a drugstore in Clayton County. I oh, wow. I was with her before school started, but I didn't. The mom didn't confirm with the principal or what have you. So, but meeting with the brothers, I was like, okay, I know I'm supposed to be doing this. Mm-hmm. Give to it to me because I have other things that are more grandiose than me. Right, right. I want to, I want to do, but I need to do things in order. Definitely, definitely. So yeah, this is this is a good, this is a great topic because. All of my topics, like, <laughs> make me think. Right, we, just, we have to, though. And help you dig deep, too, to dig deep and understand why you do what you do, mm-hmm. when you need to do it, the mm-hmm. changes that you can make, and to understand how much greater life can be if we just take these moments to dig within ourselves and, and not fly by the seat of our pain. Yes, yes. Well, yeah. that's not—that's never been me. No, me either. No. I, I can't. I'm, I there's some things that I can adapt to change. Uh-huh. Some things I'm gonna need a plan. Yeah. I don't care if it's an outline. Uh huh. And I can fill in the blanks, whatever, as I go. But I need me a, I need a plan. Right. And speaking of plans, now we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna discuss more about that 2020 plan and visioning, and let's hear some concrete. Oh, my Lord. Oh, really? <laughs> okay, so we're going to take a quick break, and we'll return from the break. We'll continue discussion on Good Grief 2020. You tuned in to the Good Grief Girl Show here on Blog Talk Radio. Please stay tuned after this break. Woo-hoo. 
Hey, 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 we're back, and you're listening to the Good Grief Girl Show on Blog Talk Radio. The topic for the hour is good grief. <laughs> the benefits of looking back. <laughs> the benefits of looking back. Yes, and and we discussed how um, it's important to look back, although a lot of times we're encouraged not to look back. True. That, you know, it's a sign of weakness or you want to stay in the past or, you know, why are you always reliving the past? You know, it's necessary to evaluate the past. See how so that, right. And so that you don't make those same mistakes Ooh, over and over again. Sometimes you don't realize you're doing, you're doing something until you start doing it like, oh, I remember I used to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. So what if we just took the moment and reflect back? Mm-hmm. Reflect back so that we can avoid a lot of falls that we have encountered in the past. Right. So we should we should actually encourage each other to take a moment to not live in the past, but to evaluate your past. That's a good one. And good and one. and you brought up the point that one of the benefits of looking back is that it helps to propel you forward. Right. Right. So before the break, we were talking about, you know, going forward and some of our goals. What are some of your goals for 2020? Um, self-care. I I don't put me first mm. a lot of times, mm-hmm. um, most of the time. So I want to do more self-care things, whether it's facials, more massages, more chiropractic adjustments, uh-huh. um, just things for me. I want to do more. I like I think I like spiritual retreat. <laughs> right. So I want to go. <laughs> you think you like? I think I like. I want to go on the right spiritual retreat. Really? Like, for instance, my friend Tasha turns 40. I always say that. I always talk about the Sedona trip. Uh-huh, right. It was the best. Really? Self-healing trip. Uh-huh. So how long was it? How long were you there? Four days. Really? Mm-hmm. So it's like massages and yoga. You can get massages. I mean, they had about thirty something activities you could do. Really? So I did do a crazy massage. We went to the Grand Canyon, mm-hmm. but we were at the bottom of the canyon. Sedona is at the bottom of the canyon, so uh-huh. there's no cell phone service. Really? So it's all of their. They talk. They're big on the vortex, energy mm-hmm. in, energy out. Uh-huh. So it's a lot of um history there. The uh, Trail of Tears. Pass really there, so where we stay, we uh-huh. have like a little ceremony section of the past. Of they uh-huh. cook, you know, whatever. Wow. It was just, it's all about you. Mm-hmm. You concentrate on you. Mm-hmm. What do you want for yourself? What do you need to read? They had a fire burning ceremony, really, whatever, whoever, whatever was, was, was burning, burning you. You write their name or whatever on the piece of paper, and you throw it in the fire pit mm-hmm. to release. Really, mm-hmm. that release I think is extremely important. Um, I was, I have a actually, she was our one of our speakers from Healing Footprints, our um, Big Hats and Bow Ties mm-hmm. brunch last year. The speaker she attended a wellness retreat, mm-hmm. and she spoke about how she didn't even know that she had um, so much pain inside. Mm-hmm. And a part of the retreat that she attended, they somehow pulled out. Um, they had this moment of, of a wailing wall or something, something mm-hmm. of that nature, where they began to cry. And she said she had never cried so loudly in her life. Oh, wow. And she talked about how she felt so much better afterwards. So I think that's one of the importance of self-care is you kind of get in tune with areas of pain 
or areas of um, areas that you may be lacking that you just didn't realize. Or you just know. Yeah, which is true. Now, that happens, especially when you've experienced pain or or loss or failure. You know, you can become numb to whatever that is you've experienced, so you kind of forget what is paining you. So I think, so I have my, I've always had my goals written down for what I want to do with the Dear Grief series. Mm-hmm. Some of those I've crossed out, some are still sitting there looking me in the face. So I think if I get my stuff together, yeah. mentally, uh-huh. focus on me more, I can, I can right. put more focus and attention on that. We actually have similar goals for this year because that's my that's my personal goal. I want to focus more on my personal development, mm-hmm. and I'm doing that in every area of my life. I'm actually um, stepping back, or I don't want to call it stepping back, but I'm um, reevaluating Healing Footprints Foundation, how we provide our services, mm-hmm. who we provide our services to. You know, we're we've now been around for six, almost seven years now, so I'm at that stage where I think it's necessary for us to reevaluate what programs have worked, um, what needs to be tweaked. So I'm spending 2020 focused on that for the organization, but also for me and my personal development. I want to learn more tangible things concerning my craft. So I want to study more. I want to, I'm back, I'm back in road at school. Yeah. So I'm, so I want to do all of that. Even my marriage, mm-hmm. I want to be a better wife. I'm, I want to be a better mother. You know, I want to. So that's another area. Yeah. Right. So I'm, a, I'm about to. That's another one. I'm about to um, embark into taking. Uh, a relationship class as well. Maybe there's some things I didn't know about. Right. So. Yeah. We never know. You, but that's true, though. You learn. You know stuff to a certain extent. Uh-huh. But at, if the right questions are asked, mm-hmm. it allows us to delve a little deeper. Yeah. You're like, oh, I never thought about that. Right. <laughs> yeah. And you learn more about yourself, and you realize how you change over the years. Tomorrow is actually our, my husband and our 14th anniversary. Oh, wow. So 14 years of being married. Oh, where's my alarm? I mean, what? 14 years of being married. Clap, 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 clap. Clap, clap, clap. Go, 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 go. Okay, I was trying to play the applause. Oh, have mercy. So 14 years of being married, married, but what I wanted to say is a part of understanding our relationship is understanding that I'm just not the same person that I was 14 years ago. And we've had these stages where it's like, okay, let's go back to this time period or let's go back to when we first met. If we're honest with each other, we can't go back because I'm just not the same person. I don't even want the same things that I wanted. 20 years ago mm-hmm. or 15 years ago. And if, I, if I'm if i honest with myself, I should be comfortable not being that same person or not wanting the same things. Because if I want the same thing, some things, of course, I think those core values haven't changed. Okay. But as you grow older, as you mature, as you experience more of life, your needs change. Yeah. So it's important to reevaluate relationships yeah. to make sure that they're evolving as you grow. Right. And a lot of times we don't take time to actually do that. 
to examine ourselves and our relationship to make sure that we're all evolving, maybe not at the same rate, but there should be some sign that we're all growing. Mm. Otherwise, why are you attached to me? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, really, that we have to do that. We have to do that. That that, that is a post. Yeah. In other words, why are you attached? Right. Why are you attached to me? And we have to be comfortable. And you, you know, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence because I've, I've mentioned it several times through several episodes that I'm not quick to dismiss people. And I'm not, I, I think sometimes we have to work at relationships or, you know, we shouldn't be so quick to cut people off. However, when you examine a relationship mm-hmm. and realize that this person has no value for my presence or where I'm going forward, be comfortable saying, okay, thanks, you know, that season is over. Oh, that time is over. All oh, oh, day, that's the time. Definitely. I can recall that the moment in my life when that was my prayer for myself. Mm-hmm. God, give me the discernment. Still one of my prayers. Yes. To heighten yes. my discernment. Yes. Because I, I, I can talk some things now, but there's still some 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 wolves and sheep uh-huh. that can come across, but they be counterfeit. Yes. Yes. Uh, heighten my discernment so I, you don't even waste a day. Waste time. <laughs> yes. I know off the rip, mm, this don't feel right. And for me personally, um, I had to grow because I've always had a spirit of discernment. Mm-hmm. The area that I needed to grow was trusting whatever it is I'm feeling and feeling confident enough to say, mm, no, that's okay. Because mm-hmm. for me, I feel guilty sometimes like, mm, I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't let her come. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> but other times I'm like, I tried to tell y'all she wasn't gonna work. <laughs> I tried. Some of listeners, I tried to tell them that that girl wasn't gonna work. <laughs> okay, that's we're going off off. <laughs> Topic. Well, actually, we're not off topic. That's discernment. See, I had the discernment. I tried to tell my friends, but they don't want to listen to me. (laughs) Okay, stop playing. Stop playing. (laughs) No, we're serious. But seriously, discernment for me, I think, is the gift that keeps on giving because it helps you to make wise decisions. It keeps you from avoiding some potholes. And I think it's one of the best gifts or the most valuable gifts that God has given us Mm -hmm. that we have that discernment and we often speak about free will because God we have free will you can do whatever it is you want to do you can make whatever decisions you want to make we can blame stuff on God all day long but at the end of the day you Mm -hmm. made that decision Mm -hmm. and it's not his purpose right so having discernment allows us to be aligned with God's will Mm -hmm. so that I can avoid some of those poor decisions. I don't think they are completely avoidable because sometimes it's necessary. We're human. Sometimes we'll make mistakes. You know, sometimes we'll say yay when we should say nay. We are human. I think we have to give give ourselves grace to be human. Right. But at the same time, having discernment is that gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. Yes. So self-care for me, 2020 self-care for Shanae. And for Kiara, is self-development. Okay. That's it. Okay. So our listeners, we want you to think about what's your goal for 
2020? What's your vision 2020? What's your 2020 vision? Right. Because we love, you know, that, that we're going to play out 2020 vision all year long. But <laughs> but we want to know what's your 2020 vision. We're going to pose that um, question on our social media. Right. And we do want to make sure that you respond, okay? And you have been tuned in to the Good Grief Girl Show on Blog Talk Radio, where today we discussed Good Grief. 2020, taking a look back and, of course, <laughs> discussing those plans to going forward. So be sure to follow us on social media. Please join our Facebook group, Good Grief Girl, and subscribe to our Good Grief Girl YouTube channel. And follow us on Instagram. We're at goodgrief underscore girl. Thank you again for joining us this evening. Continue to help us as we train, breathe, conversation. Where's your